Hi, it has been so exciting seeing the registrations coming in for our Revive Lifestyle Medicine Safari Retreat in Africa happening this January 2025. If this has been on your bucket list or if you have already gone and you cannot wait to go back, now is the time to save your spot. We'll be having incredible wildlife viewing excursions, including primate trekking, seeing elephants, rhinos, giraffes, lions, and more. Cultural experiences with local guides, healthful food in beautiful accommodations, participating in a service project, and sharing expertly guided lifestyle medicine activities, including nutrition, physical activity, stress relief, sleep, connection, nature, and more. How can you find out more about it? Well, go to the website, stressfreemd.net slash safari-retreat. That's stressfreemd.net slash safari-retreat, where you can learn more about our incredible itinerary and save your spot. CME is included for healthcare professionals. Any questions, reach out, and I cannot wait to share this incredibly transformative experience with you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Stress-Free MD Podcast, where you learn how to be stress-free from the inside out, elevate your calm, and live your best, healthiest life. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Tiger, your self-care doctor. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Stress-Free MD Podcast. I'm excited that you're joining me today for another wonderful episode. First, I'd like to share a review from one of our listeners. Our listener says, actionable advice and tangible self-care tips. Dr. Tiger and her guests are incredibly knowledgeable, but in a sweet, educational, and approachable way, that everyone can understand and enjoy. You'll get tons of actionable advice and tangible self-care tips. Thank you so much for putting out such a needed, stress-free show. Keep up the great work. R.F. Silva. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, R.F. Silva, for sharing your thoughts, for giving us five stars. It really, really means so much to learn how the lessons in this podcast are helping you. It also helps others find the podcast through the algorithm if you leave a five-star rating and a review. So if you haven't done so, please, please take a moment on your favorite platform. On iTunes, you scroll down to the bottom and leave a five-star review and a rating. Other people will be able to find this podcast and receive the stress relief tools that they need to live their happiest, healthiest, stress-free life as well. And it means so much to me. So please, I greatly appreciate it. Okay. So today I want to talk with you about ways that you can decrease your stress over food waste. Decreasing your stress over food waste. I know how bad it feels when you realize that food is spoiling or you overbought and you end up throwing food away. And it happens over and over again and your human brain can keep beating you up for it and creating even more stress. So 
Here are some food waste hacks that I've collected and implemented over the years that I love to use myself to prevent that food waste stress. Take a listen to these hacks, make some notes as to things you'd like to try, and give it a whirl. It will definitely improve the way that you feel about your food. The stress will go away and it's going to be better all the way around. I promise. Okay, so here's some ways for you to pay attention to and learn from and try out. If you have leftovers, keep only one portion out in the fridge to eat sometime in the next few days and commit to when you're going to eat it and freeze the rest into portions. And if you know that you're really not going to eat it soon, then freeze it all, okay? Next, put paper towels into leftover salad in a one-zip bag to absorb the extra moisture and replace the paper towels with fresh dry towels every day or two as the towels become moist and wet. These towels will absorb this extra moisture and help keep your salad stay fresher longer. Also, keep cut tomatoes separate from the whole salad for freshness. And that goes for when you're first eating it, as well as for when you're storing it. If you notice over time that you are buying too much of something, and there's a buildup of that product, intentionally buy less of it. You may notice that you've got like five of the same thing, and you just keep buying it. (laughs) I used to do this. I'd end up in different cabinets, right? So... So notice if you have too much of something and intentionally don't buy as much of it. Put the food that needs to be eaten first in the front of your fridge, essentially on deck. Don't let it keep getting pushed to the back, pushed to the back, pushed to the back, and then you forget about it and it spoils and then you feel bad. Okay, so things that should be eaten first, whether it's things that you put in bags or containers or fruit or veggies or whatever, put it in the front so you see it first. And your family sees it first if people are living with you as well. Keep the fresh fruits out where you will see them and eat them. You know, don't put them in a basket and have them behind stuff where you don't see them. And then you're like, "Uh uh-oh, that's spoiled again, right? (laughs) So put them in a place where you can see them on your counter where they won't spoil because you'll eat them more quickly. And keep that produce away from your stovetop to prevent cooking of that produce, right? You don't want them around heat. You can wash your berries with a dilute vinegar water mixture to eliminate the bacteria that grows the mold. I mean, how many times have you had to throw out berries because there were mold on them, right? So I found that it's a three to one essentially ratio, three parts water, one part vinegar. Some people say three parts water, a quarter part vinegar, but I usually do about three to one. And you rinse them off, let them soak for a few minutes and then rinse off the berries really, really well, and then store in the back in the fridge. And they will last a lot longer, and you won't have that mold build up pretty quickly. When you cut an avocado and you have half of an avocado and you know you're not going to eat the other half, leave the pit in and then rub some lemon on the exposed part of the avocado. There may be some browning in the next day or so, but not as much as if you wouldn't rub the lemon on it. And you can just slightly scrape it off if you want. There is fresh, wonderful avocado beneath it. And make sure you store that half of avocado with the pit and the lemon on it in a container or a one-zip bag. When you have food that will spoil when you're heading out for the weekend or a week, for example, don't just throw it out. Freeze it. (laughs) Chop up what is whole 
before freezing. Examples include freezing your berries, cutting up the bananas and freezing them, but make sure you peel the bananas first. Cut up your veggies and store in bags or containers. This also goes for avocados, which is something that I recently started doing. I didn't even know you could do this. (laughs) What can you do with frozen avocados? Smoothies. So I peel the avocados and cut them up into pieces and put them in the frozen bags as well. And you can use frozen avocados in smoothies in place of bananas. So wonderful, healthy fat. And you can do this when they start to turn a little bit brown and soft as well. If you have leftover meals, put them in portion size containers too. If you ever had a whole bag of clementines and you realize that you're not going to eat them all in time, you know, they all, they come like so many in a box or a bag. What you can do is peel them. Don't forget this part, peel them first and then freeze them. Place them in a container or one zip bag. They taste so good frozen. They're really, really yummy. You could just let them soften a bit and then you can bite into them. They're so good. No need to throw away fruit that's too soft to eat, right? This fruit can be used for smoothies, flavor your water. I like to do that with my berries and then the water tastes good and then you're going to eat, drink rather more water. Don't throw away the green tops of your veggies, like the beets and the carrots, because you can cook them and eat them and they're really, really healthy for you. So no need to throw those green tops away. Think about eating the parts of the veggies that you normally discard such as the stems of broccoli and cauliflower. There's no need to toss them. It's really all good. You can eat all of it. It's all so good. You can put your herbs, your fresh herbs, in water in a cup in the fridge and loosely cover it to stay fresher longer. Right now, my fridge, I have parsley and it's in a plastic cup of water and I just have the bag that it came in over the top. It stays much fresher when you do this. I used to just keep everything in the bags. And then when I go to use them, lots of times they had already spoiled. So this is a really nice way to keep your herbs fresh. You can save your veggie scraps instead of throwing them out and make your own vegetable broth. I just started doing this. And it's nice, actually. You don't have to throw your scraps in the garbage disposal or into the trash. You can actually save them and then use them to make your own broth. You can pickle almost everything. (laughs) I've been having so much fun doing this lately because I love the pickle taste. And so it's really, really yummy and it's really good for you. So you can pickle things. So as things start to get older, or if you have too much of something, you can pickle lots and lots of your veggies. Get organized. Meal plan ahead of time before going to the market. Make a list of the ingredients that you'll need. See what you already have first. So important. So you don't buy more of the same and then you have too much buildup. Definitely used to do this. Don't want to do that. I used to do it a lot (laughs) until I got really organized. And then I'd have way too much of the same thing. Remember, don't go grocery shopping without a list. Don't go grocery shopping without a list. Pack your lunches for the next day for yourself and your family from your leftovers right after dinner, prior to cleaning up. No need to make anything else for lunch. Use up what you already have. It makes for less cleanup as well. So it makes your cleanup easier. And it's just so much better for you to already have that done. You don't have to wake up in the morning and deal with the stress of trying to put all that together. If you're having an event with food being served, buy disposable containers for people to take leftovers with them. You can also think ahead of time as to what shelters will be open Check on the hours, either the day or the next day, and donate the leftovers instead of just tossing them. I can't tell you how many events that I've been to where there's all this extra food and they have no plans, and they just toss it. 
So it's really wonderful to be able to give people food to take home or take it to a shelter where people really, really need it. Make sure to review expiration dates on canned and boxed foods and keep the more recent items up front on your shelves to be used first. And I try and do this about every month, every other month, to just take inventory and look at the dates and really disorganize stuff that needs to be eaten first in the front, just like you do with your refrigerator, with the fresh foods, the boxed and canned items do the same. Now, if you prefer to just compost, you're like, I just want to compost, (laughs) then do that. I haven't done this personally as I've been really doing all the things that I just described to you with my scraps and leftovers. I did recently take a cooking class and the chef had a mini compost unit right in her kitchen, which was amazing. She created soil within minutes and was able to place it out in her garden right after we finished. So that was really, really cool. So you may be saying, I'm not sure if I want to do some or all these things, but composting might sound like something that would make you feel less stressed with the waste and you're helping the environment. So do that. (laughs) Okay. So I gave you lots of different ways to eliminate food waste stress. Know that I didn't start this all at once. I've been adding these hacks over time. And every time I learn something new, I try it out and then I add it if it's working. So this is what I want you to do. Just start small with choosing one of these ways to eliminate food waste and therefore eliminate the stress that's associated with it. And then you can add more ways from the list over time. And the beauty of not wasting food is that you actually find what I like to think of as gifts of food, <laughs> kind of like your own care packages and own your own meals in your freezer when you're super busy or items that you need to make something else that you've already packaged. This way, you don't need to waste money ordering out or eating something quickly unhealthy. Something that is healthy, that you already love to eat, is waiting for you as your gift, (laughs) right in your freezer. Okay, so thank you. Thank you so much for taking time to care for amazing you. Remember to be kind to one another and be kind to yourself. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode of the Stress-Free MD Podcast. Hi, I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Stress-Free MD Podcast, learning short, actionable tools to relieve the stress in your life. And I've got some amazing news for you. I've created some short videos for you where you can learn stress-relieving tools by video format as well. Me teaching you on videos. They're totally free. They're very short. They're about five minutes in length each because I know how busy you are. And all you have to do is go to my website, www.stressfreemd.net. And on the homepage, it says feel calm now. And then you can click the link to get your free videos and I'll send them directly to your inbox in your email. And you can share this website with your friends, your family, your colleagues, so they can feel calm too. (laughs) So go get your videos. What are you waiting for?